You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. guys love it love it grab your seats get your bibles out i feel so far away from them yeah i can't see any of you yeah i can see the back row i can see everyone at the front row (laughs) who's excited to beat youth always always that is that was like that was like 50 percent of you who's excited to beat youth look that was better that was a little better we'll we'll try later (laughs) we'll try later when you're all all warmed up cool well Welcome to the panel tonight. Obviously, um, last term we had dating from Megan Hamish and they spoke about the topic of dating. Yep. And yep. now tonight we're coming to the relating topic, Woo-hoo, which is exciting. Yeah. Who likes relationships? I do. <laughs> I, I just had the volume slowly go down. <laughs> well, hopefully after tonight you guys will love relationships, right? Yes. Okay, look, good enough. <laughs> cool. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about dyna- dynamic duos. Should, should we introduce ourselves? Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> who doesn't know who we are? Quite a few, quite a few. Good. So who doesn't know? Okay. I am Joseph Cathy. Call, call me Joe or Joey. Please don't call me Joseph. Only my mum calls me that when I'm in trouble. <laughs> I think you just dug yourself a hole there. Yeah, I just dug myself a hole. I'm not, I'm not climbing out of that one. <laughs> and I am Tegan. I, you don't need to know my last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hall. Thank you. Like a hallway. Yeah. And ta-da, you have Tegan. Without the way, yes. Yes. Perfect. And we have the privilege. I lead the 6-8 girl hub. Shout out to the 6-8 girls. And I lead the 9-12 boys Come on, boys. Give me some, give me some rap. Come on. And also, context, I, although we're not talking about dating tonight, we are for the last four years. So. It's true. We celebrated four years. So long was four it? years. Like two weeks ago? <laughs> yes. Long four years. Wow. <laughs> okay. To begin with, who likes dynamic duos? Ooh. Like. Like superheroes? Thank goodness, Annika. Stand up, Annika. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. She's like, oh, oh yeah. Who likes SpongeBob and Patrick? That's a good dynamic duo. Okay. Here's another dynamic duo. Ewan, stand up, mate. Sorry, Soph. Batman and Robin. Oh! Woo! That's, that's I feel pretty like good. That was pinched from Soph, who like. <laughs> oh, was it? Well, she didn't put her hand up. <laughs> I'll give okay. you the credit. Come on. Who's got another dynamic duo that I reckon's better than Batman and Robin? Jesus and you. Oh. Jesus and you. Oh. That was pretty good. I was going to say Jones and Albert, but look. Oh, ultimate dynamic duo, that one is. Cool. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. That was just for a bit of fun, to be honest. I was just thinking about it during the week. But anyway, let's get on with it. So, we are talking about relating um, today. So, that's our topic. And in particular, we're talking more about the friendship side of things. Who has lots of friends? I hope you all put your hands up, because we all should have friends. It's okay, we're going to teach you how to make friends. (laughs) That's right, hopefully. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so basically tonight we're going to be talking about um, relationships, right? 
friendships, and not just with, say, friends, but really everyone. We're going to talk about relationships and uh, the kind of friendships and relationships you guys should be looking for and, and how, to, how, to, how to grow in those relationships. Cool. So we're going to start with the first point, right? And we're going to start with um, uh, what, what's the point of relationship, right? And the first thing I wanted to say is that we were all built for relationship. Can you guys say that? We were all built for relationship. Cool. That's the first thing. Great. Now, I need some volunteers to help um, demonstrate something here. I need some volunteers. Uh, can, we, can, can we please have uh, three, three volunteers? Let's choose three, vo- three volunteers. Trust me, you're going to want to volunteer for this. I'm just going to say first to the front because I can't actually see any of you. Yeah. First to the front. First to the front. Bro, you're Trust me, so. you're going you're gonna to want it. Love it. Come on, Christian. Oh, Christian, sit down. You're beaten, oh. mate. Cool. Okay. How are you guys? So we, so we have Ruben, we have Atita, and we have, what was your name? Caitlin. Caitlin. Caitlin, that's what I said. Oh, so you said Caitlin. Did I sound like Caitlin? I meant Caitlin. Cool. <laughs> uh, Manny, come on up. This is my friend Manny. Everyone say hi, Manny. Hi, Manny. That was great. Ooh. Cool. Uh, Manny, if you didn't mind just placing the chips, uh, hot chips over here. Who likes hot chips? I like hot chips. Yes. Yeah? Cool, cool. Well, guys, come on over and dig in with hot chips. Come sit around the table, like. Just, just, just sit. Have yeah, a meal come with around. us. Have some hot chips. Dig in. We're Dig all in. family here. I did nothing I to the chips. I ate one. It's okay. They're fine. Yeah, keep, yeah, like, honestly, Trust eat us. them. Uh, we did nothing to the chips. Tita, jump in. Um, we need one more volunteer. They think we're going to poison them. <laughs> we're not here. Yeah, like, who do you think we are? <laughs> when do you want, we want, don't have the insurance for that. First person up on stage. Oh, Shani. Here we go. Come over on this right side for us, Shani. Um, cool. You now, get to every- sit all alone. Now, you, yeah, f- just, just, just keep eating, guys. Um, now, can we please have Manny come up? Everyone say, hi, Manny, again. You guys missed the again part, but that's all right. Again. Um, cool, Manny, place it down. Um, Whoa. It, it was Shani, correct? Um, <laughs> c- c- come have a chip. It's, it's, it's safe, honest. Do you trust me? Yeah, just, it's safe. Just, 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 just eat it. Describe it to us. <laughs> yeah. Cold. It's cold. It's cold. Oh. What a nice friend. Look at the he love. Shared. Look at that. So that's the first point for the night. <laughs> Sharing. Okay. So, so, so how was the chip? Terrible. Terrible? Why was it terrible? Yeah. It was cold. No one eats cold chips. Right. You guys, how's your chips? Amazing. Amazing? Yeah? Are, 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 they, are they nice and warm? Yeah, yeah. You don't want chips? Oh, no, you're full. That's right. We may, may need to get someone else up it's here. It's okay. To we'll pray for you later. <laughs> cool. Yes, exactly. So, thank you for the volunteers. Yes, um, thank you. Feel free How about to... you guys can uh, take the chips and Manny will grab them from you later. Feel free to take your chip. Um, go down to your seat. Um, your one special thank you. prize thank chip. You. Make sure you share them. You guys have 30 seconds and Manny's going to come and take those chips back. It was, it was a limited time offer. Okay. Now, we had, we, we had the warm chips. Ready? Okay. Okay. Let's listen up. You go, okay. You're going to want to listen to this. Okay. We've got the warm chips, right? And there's a whole heap of them all together that are warm. But, okay. 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 Guys, listen up. Ready? Ready? Okay. Okay, once you've all had a chip, 
Take a seat. Manny, Manny will grab the chips now. Cool. Okay. We had the warm chips over here on the left, right? They're all together, and all together they stayed warm, right? But then we had the one chip here. The poor, lonesome chip, as Tegan likes to say. It was all alone. And what happened? What happened when that chip was all by itself on this plate? When it was away from all the others, right? It goes cold. So I apologise, Shani, that you got a, you got a um, cold chip. But, but hey, it still had chicken salt, all right? Yeah, still had chicken salt. Yes, exactly. And that is the same with our relationships. Ready? The same with our relationships. If we are all alone, we become cold. We become cold. Cool. God created us to live in relationship with not only him, but also with each other. We weren't made to be separated. We weren't made to be alone. We were made to be all together. I'm going to read Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 to 12. It says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. And then a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So that's the first point, is basically have that thought as we go into more discussion about relationships, is that we were not made to be alone. Same with Adam and Eve, like in, in the Bible. So God, God saw Adam and he didn't want him to be alone. So he took, took a piece of his rib and made the woman, Eve. None of us were made to be alone. Cool. So the next thing we're going to lead on to is um, Tegan's going to jump in with our next point. Cool. Well, now we know that we were built for relationship and that's how God designed it. I think it's important to figure out what real relationships are, what real friendships should be and what they look like, hey? God is the ultimate example for real relationships. He literally wrote the book on relationships. I don't have a Bible. Someone hold up their Bible. He literally wrote the book on relationships. You want a relationship advice? Read the book. And if you didn't have a book, bring it next week. That's what I tell the kids and kids wait. <laughs> yes, you'll get a lolly. There are millions of people on this planet, yet God knows you. He has, he wants relationship with you. And his relationship with you is based on love because God is love, right? And he gives us his word as a tool and a scaffolding of how relationships with our friends and with our family should look should look like (laughs) forgot the life part tonight i want to touch on two points under the topic of real relationship relationships and that is real relationships require sacrifice and real relationships require uh, a quality friendships they require a level of quality to them John 15, 12 to 13 says, This is my commandment. Live, love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for a friend. So the first point, sacrifice. Now, I don't mean that relationships are sacrificial in terms of like you have to sacrifice your friends or 
<laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Oh. But in terms of that it requires something from you. It requires a level of effort on your part. So who, who finds talking to strangers scary? Yeah. Who doesn't like meeting new people? Yeah, we're opposites in that regard. I love meeting new people. Who finds it really easy? Who's like me? Who finds it really easy to talk to strangers? A few of you, a few of you. <laughs> Making friends can be really challenging, right? And particularly ones that are going to last the, the stand, last a lifetime, basically. And it's a major step out of your comfort zone moment to talk to new people. My favourite place, if you want advice on where to make friends, is on a plane. Why? Because they are forced to sit next to me and you better believe I'm going to make conversation. I am that person on a plane, no matter if you're wearing headphones, you're deep in your movie, I want to chat to you. I want to know about... I am that person. I want to know where you're going. I want to know where you've been. I want to know why you picked this particular flight, why you picked this row, whether I should pick the chicken or the beef. I want your opinion. I love these kinds of conversations. But plain friends... You know, you're never going to see that person again, right, though? Realistically, you're never actually going to see your plain friends again, which is really sad. For eight hours, they're like your bestie. You've shared a meal together. You're in close quarters. But you're never going to see them again. I am very good at the making friends part. Where I need to learn is the keeping the friends part. So when I say that relationships require sacrifice, they require bit effort from us. They require... Room, time, and effort, as I said before. It's a sacrifice in a sense that the relationship must benefit both of you, not just be self-serving to you or you constantly hearing about how crap their day was, but as soon as you want to tell them about something, they're like, no, sorry, I'm too busy. You've got to be there for your friends as much as they are for you. Be the friend that you want someone else to be for you. Love them like Jesus loves you. How many times do we just like rant at Jesus? We talk to him, we talk at him. We literally tell him, oh my gosh, this person is so annoying. This event that happened was so frustrating. And we talk at him. And what does God do? He sits, he listens, he waits, he's patient with us over and over and over again. I think it's really valuable to have to be a friend and to have friends that will teach you and mentor you and give you advice. But it's so important to learn how to be a good listener. Joey is amazing at this. He is a fantastic listener. He is like the person I go to to rant about everything. He is a fantastic listener. I am not always a fantastic listener. By nature, I like to fix things. I like to give my two cents. I like to try and make the world a better place by solving everyone else's problems. But I know that I need to learn that often my opinion is not needed in every situation. Because guaranteed, most of the time, your friend just wants someone to talk to and listen to them rather than you fixing what they have going on. I know I'm like that a lot of the time and then I give it out differently, but it's okay. (laughs) That is a form of sacrifice for me, having to let go of, of control or being able to share what I think on a situation. That is a form of sacrifice for me in friendships. And it's hard not to always... To not always give your five cents. So sacrifice. And the second one is quality. And I mean quality over quantity in terms of friends. Now, I was the kid in school. I would say I had a lot of friends. I knew a lot of people in terms of the quantity um, amount. 
But I couldn't truthfully say that I had the quality friends down bit. I didn't have that one person or those couple of people that I would classify as my best friends. Truthfully, most of the time, I felt pretty lonely. I don't know if any of you have ever felt that, you know, like you're always surrounded by people, you've all got people to hang out with, but at the end of the day, you feel lonely. And when school ended for me, everyone else that I was friends with or I saw at school, they went off and did their own thing. They went to different unis. Some of them moved away. And there are only maybe like two or three that I actively have in my life now. From Imagine how big your grade is. Two or three is not many. And why? Because it suddenly required something. It, it suddenly required effort. Suddenly, the the relationship wasn't convenient anymore. I didn't have a guaranteed five days a week that I was going to see these people. It required planning, setting aside time, and not time that I was just given within my school classes because guaranteed I spent most of my classes socialising. <laughs> you can learn a lot from school. Um, those few quality friends prioritised me and it taught me to prioritise them Back. I have a friend who lives in, I've known my entire life, she lives in a completely different state and we probably see each other like maybe once every four years and you're probably like, okay, you just talked about spending quality time with people, how are you going to have a, a quality relationship with someone who doesn't even live in the same state as you? But we made a decision a couple of months ago and we noticed that most of the time whenever we did speak, we were so out of touch with what was happening in each other's lives that we made a plan that every single month, the beginning week of the month, we would set aside an evening and just call and we would chat and we would update each other on what was happening in our lives. And that was purposeful, it was planned and it always has fruit that comes from it. It's awesome, I enjoy it. I often tell Joey that you know, I'm off to call Ali and he's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow because I'm often on the phone for like 12 hours. Like we can chat for a good long time. Jesus was the same. He had his wide group of friends. He had his quantity friends. He had his disciples. But he also had his quality friends. He had his Mary, his Martha, and, he also, and Lazarus. And these are your doing life friends. Find your doing life together friends. You've already got the Jesus part out of that four. You already know Jesus. He's the center of it. So who are, you, who are your Mary, Martha, and Lazarus? Who are the ones that you're going to go to for anything? And that will challenge you to think what God thinks about that situation, not what the world thinks. Not just to boost your ego or make you feel good in that moment, but they're actually going to give you what God thinks on that situation. Find those people. So that's my my first step. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So, real relationships with things. (laughs) Cool. Now, with that, we lead into this next part. And I'm just going to come out straight with the next point, which is... Iron sharpens iron. So, who has heard who, who, who's heard um, that line before? Or well, the Bible verse, yeah? Cool. Well, we're going to read it anyway. So, it's from Proverbs uh, chapter 27, verse 17. Right, and it says, As iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend. So, we need friends and people in our lives that are going to encourage us and build us, right? And most importantly, um, help us grow in our walk with God, right? Iron sharpens iron. Cool. Okay. So I just want you to imagine for a second. Um, 
uh, I'm going to use an analogy here of goldfish. Who has goldfish? You used to have goldfish. Oh, they all died. Oh, that's sad. That's, that's very sad. Do you know what's fascinating about goldfish, right? What's fascinating about goldfish is that they grow depending on the environment what, uh, and what surrounds them that they're in. They grow. So who, who's been to a bunch of, like, say, Japanese gardens and you've looked in, like, the, the, the little, the, you know, the big ponds that they have and the fish are, like, massive? Do you know that goldfish grow depending on the environment that they're in and what they're surrounded by? Yes. But if they're put in a small tank, they, 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 they will shrink or, or they, they just won't grow. Exactly. Yeah, they grow. Isn't that surprising? So my point is, is with that, what environment and what you surround yourself with depends on your growth. Depends on your growth. Okay. Okay. We should be aiming to be more like Jesus every day. Right. That should be our goal for every single um, day of life. And we must surround ourselves by the right people and um, put ourselves in the right environment to be able to get there. Right. Now, I know a lot of people um, who say, oh, I've got, I've got so many, um, you know, non-Christian friends who encourage me to go to church and they're really, you know, open to me going to church and they're happy for me to believe what I believe. But they're my best friends because they encourage me, which is great. You know, it, it's great having non-Christian friends like that, right? It's so good. Um, however, a friend that doesn't understand or have the same beliefs as you can't keep you accountable or support you in your faith and walk with God. Because currently they're walking on a different pathway. Now, when I go for a walk or if I catch up with a friend, right? I don't go for a walk at Lake Tuggers and they go for a walk around Lake Burley Griffin, right? Exactly. Well, that's the same when, when, um, you know, when we're opening ourselves mainly to um, people that don't share the same beliefs. They're on a completely different path, Right? The only way, and when we're coming close with those friends, right, we're always walking on the same path. Now, it comes to the part where you've got to think, are you bringing them onto your path or are you walking their path? Now, I'm not saying not to have non-Christian friends. That's not what I'm saying at all. In fact, those are the exact people that Jesus asks us to reach. Those are the exact people that Jesus asks us to reach. we just got to make sure that we are being those influencers, not the influenced in that situation, right? Cool. <clears throat> okay, where are we saying? Where, where am I? Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I also want to talk about encouragement. Encouragement. That is so important in our growth um, when it comes to um, our growth in, in our spiritual life and our walk with God, right? But encouragement, I think, is a word that we often get confused about. Now, encouragement isn't always about telling someone something nice about them. Right. However, speaking the truth at times in love. I think so many of us think, oh, I'm going to encourage you. I really like your hair. You know what? Your shoes are really cool. You know? <laughs> that is so nice to hear, right? Joey, your shoes are so cool. Oh, the, these, these are old, but thanks, thanks. <laughs> See? Encouragement is something that I feel like <clears throat> we get. Um, sometimes we, 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 we just keep it so borderline and simple. Encouragement isn't just telling something 
uh, telling someone, sorry, what we like about them, right? But also being able to tell them the truth, encouraging them to grow, challenging them, right? Being that challenge. Cool. Okay. So, hang on. I've got my place. Ready? Here we are. Cool. So, you need a friend that can tell you the honest truth. The honest truth. That's the first thing. You also need a friend who, who believes the same things as you, right? Make sure you guys are making connections with someone, uh, with, um, with, with people that believe, this, uh, you know, believe in God. Make sure you're making those connections because you're only going to grow when you're in those environments, when you're with those people around you, right? And, and because they know exactly what they believe, they know how and the areas of which you need growth, right? Cool. So I quickly wanted to just read Proverbs 27, verse 6. It says, Wounds from a uh, sincere friend are better than many kisses from an, from an enemy, right? So when someone challenges you or encourages you, you know, it, it's some, maybe it's something to work on, right? Don't take offense. Don't take offense to that at all. Because their only, their only interest is in your growth, is in your growth, right? If you're happy taking kisses from your enemy, you're not knowing exactly where, where to grow from. You're, you're staying put where you are, right? Don't, don't be offended, right? When someone gives you, you know, encouragement, challenges you, right? Cool. So get yourself surrounded by friends that are going to build you and grow in your walk with God. If you don't know where to find those friends, well, where are you now? You're in youth. Get to youth every Friday. Right? Get to youth every Friday. Come to church on Sundays. You know? Meet people. You know? Catch up with them Invest outside. Invest in hubs time. Exactly. Hubs time. You guys are in your groups. There's so many people around you. Right? And maybe you're someone who has lots of friends. Right? Don't be afraid to reach out to someone that, say, may be a bit more quiet or, like, struggling to um, communicate with other people around them. You know, reach out. Don't get comfortable with your friendship group that you have either. Like, reach out. Cool. Okay. So, get yourself surrounded by friends that are going to build you and grow you in your walk with God and surround yourself in godly environments. Cool. Awesome. Fun facts. I got kicked out of a temple in Thailand for touching the fish in the pond. (laughs) 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 That, like, memory just, like, sparked into my brain. (laughs) Who loves love? Yeah, I love love. Who's weird about love? (laughs) is the center of all relationships. Remember that. Just like our bodies rely on our hearts to stay healthy, so do strong relationships require love. 1 Peter 4 verse 8 says, Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. We're going to talk a bit about forgiveness because I feel forgiveness is a really important part of relationships and friendships. So think about a time when maybe you've, you've told a lie. You've spoken badly about another person. Maybe you, you started swearing a lot. You didn't obey your parents. You were greedy. You were prideful, envious of someone else. You were quick to anger. You prioritized things instead of your time with God. And imagine this list. A super long receipt, basically. 
that you've created of every single thing that you've ever done to hurt another human being. It's a pretty long list, right? Pretty long list. But God says, because he is love and because we are children of God, that he will cover that tab for you. He will cover that receipt for you. He sent his son to die for us to pay for that receipt, to cover it. And because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, because he defeated sin, we get to live in knowing what real relationships can actually look like, what real love actually looks like. Yeah, praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We get to love because he first loved us. And a big part of that love is forgiveness, forgiving friends who might have done something to hurt us, And we forgive because we ourselves have been forgiven, because Jesus forgave us and covered our sin. It's about loving every part of your friend. It's about exercising forgiveness and choosing to turn away from judgment in a situation. 1 Corinthians 13 says, For love keeps no recordings of wrongs. What wrongs are you holding on to tonight? Are there areas of unforgiveness that you're holding in your heart? Have you become bitter to someone for something they might have done to you? Forgiveness is a choice. Love is a choice. And it's a choice that Jesus made for us. A massive, massive choice when he was put on that cross. And he didn't do it based on how he was feeling or his emotion. Can you imagine dying No, none of you are dead. You can't imagine what it would be like, that feeling, that emotion that was happening for Jesus, but he still chose to die for us because that's how much he loves us. And so imagine the kinds of relationships that we can have with people if we had even a little bit of that same love. That'd be a pretty epic relationship, right? A pretty epic friendship. Now to finish off, tonight, I want to read to you um, a verse in Colossians. And I want you to take note of what it says about what we should be doing for other people and what God did for us. It's, it's nice and quick. And then we're going to pray and we're going to head into Hub's time. And I really encourage you to invest in Hub's time tonight. We've got some awesome questions. And considering we're talking about friendships, why not Let's deepen some. Let's deepen some of our connections here and let's really get to know each other and where we are in our walk with God. So Colossians 3, 13 reads, Make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you too must forgive. Let's close our eyes. Oh, Father God, we we just love you, Lord God. We are so thankful, Lord Jesus, that you sent your son, Lord God. Thank you that you sent your son so we can know what real relationships can be like, what real forgiveness, what real love could be like, Lord God. I pray for our young people tonight, Lord God. I pray that they invest in healthy relationships and friendships that are going to build them and they're going to grow them and they're going to bring you Bring them to you, Father God. Invest in friends that are going to sharpen them, that are going to challenge them, that are going to support them 
but also give them correction out of love, Father God. And so I pray over our time in hubs tonight, Lord God. I pray that we we just are in so invested and we just go deep, Lord God. I pray that we get we we come out with a new revelation of you, Lord Jesus. We are so thankful for you, Lord, and thankful for our youth family. And Lord God, we just pray, we pray over the rest of tonight and we pray that your presence just go with us through all our days. In your name, amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.